Hello and welcome to the Business Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adila Rafiz, the global business whisperer. If you are wondering how to create a life in business that is intuitive, authentic, and successful, that is exactly what we are here to help you do each and every week, where we bring you episodes, interviews, tools, tips, everything that you are looking for to help you realize that the most important ingredient in your business is you and listening to the whispers of your intuition, your gut instinct. It has helped me create a business beyond my wildest dreams and I'm here to now help you do the same. So if you are ready to download some of this business whispering magic into your life and business, stay tuned because you're in the right place. Hi guys, welcome to the Business Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adela Rafiz. I've got a brand new episode for you on selling. I'm asked about this all the time and I see a lot of things that I think could be done better all of the time. And so I'm doing this short episode for you to think about these things when you're selling, no matter what industry you are in, because I think this information is relevant and applicable to both services as well as products. So there's two components, of course, to selling to anything you do in life. Uh, One is the mindset behind it, the belief system around it, therefore the energetics around it. Number two is the practical physical actions around it. What are you doing and how are you doing it? And this is how these two things can work together and I think really make a difference in how and if you are selling in your business or not. So number one, I'm going to be really quick on the mindset um, part because there is so much information and there's so many of my other episodes that go into this and I'll link some of them below. But first and foremost, what is it that you believe about yourself and the product or the service that you are trying to move? So one of the things that people talk to me often about, one of the fears that they have is, I'm putting this out there, what if no one buys it? And especially for service-based business owners. So if you're selling something that is of you, like it's a service that you're providing, so it's not a physical, tangible product, they are priced differently because we understand how often pricing comes about um, because you take the wholesale cost or the cost of making that product, you add on a percentage uh, or a markup for you to be profitable, and then you're putting it out into the world. But when it's a service, we are creating the value around it and we are pricing it based on perceived value, our internal perceived value. Do you believe? in the quality and the value of what you are selling. And if you don't, this comes across. And so this isn't actually about the product or the service. I'm not saying that I don't think what you're selling is not valuable enough for it to be priced at what it is. I could talk endlessly about how pricing is so arbitrary. Like how do things get priced? Why is a Louis Vuitton bag $5,000 and a genuine handmade leather bag that is not Louis Vuitton can be priced at $500? Why is there such a variance? Those thousands of dollars in difference is come about by perception and brand identity. So what is your brand identity and what 
is it that you believe about how valuable your product or service is and how many people are out there looking for it or should be looking for it and how life-changing do you think your product or service is and it doesn't have to be life-changing from a perspective where I'm in the um, personal development world so the things that I do I absolutely genuinely believe will change your life but there's three reasons that people buy they buy for a want they buy for a need or they buy because it aligns with their values. And you need to have a very clear understanding of where you fall in that category of understanding that people are going to buy for their own reasons. So if they buy is about them, not you. But when you are putting something out into the world, you have to have this mindset and this belief, this congruence that what I'm putting out there is of amazing value. It is going to help people or it's going to make people feel really amazing or is going to give them the thing that they are looking for, they are needing in their life or that they are wanting in their life. And if you don't have this belief, if you are creating things or putting services out there for the sake of it, if you're marketing and marketing is a completely different topic, but if you're mindset around marketing is I'm going to hope and wish and pray that this moves, that I get people buying, that I get people into my class, into my service, into my one-on-one, into my consultancy business, whatever it is that you do, that is not a strategy. That is you hoping and wishing and praying for probably something to prove you wrong because your initial belief is probably that I don't think anyone's going to buy it. Or I hope people buy it, but I'm not convinced that people are going to buy it. Or I'm convinced that people do need it and are looking for this, but are they going to buy my version of it? Because is mine any better? Or why should they choose mine over someone else's? And it's the complete opposite of the mindset you should be having. What do you need to do to get so congruent and so confident internally about what it is you're offering, what it is that you're doing, and the value that it is bringing to the world? And that is an internal conversation. That is an internal process for you to go through that is not based on anything else. I'm not talking about comparing your pricing, comparing your quality, comparing your even your experience, because there are people less experienced than you making more money than you. There are people offering less value than you making more money than you. There are people who've just started who are making more money than you because they have a different mindset and a different belief system. So you need to get that sorted. Okay, number one. The second part, the actionable steps that I wanted to speak to, are some of the things that make it easy or not for people to buy from you. So number one is pricing. Congruence with pricing, which is a different topic, but how strongly you believe in your pricing energetically comes across. And how it energetically comes across is normally by how easy it is for me to find your pricing. So all of my pricing is on my website even for my high end or my high ticket. Because I believe that everything I sell, whether it's $50, $500 or $5,000 is amazing value. And it's it's not about me. It's about where you're at in your life and whether you're ready or financially able to purchase from me in any given moment that determines whether you click buy now or not. 
not what my pricing is. One of the things that people do when they're not sure about their pricing is they make it hard to find the price. They either talk about their product but don't have a direct link to their pricing or their call to action for you to be able to purchase is you need to message or you need to email or you need to contact the seller in order to buy. That's difficult. You're putting a barrier to people buying or people being willing to buy. There's a stage that happens right before buying. I want you to think about yourself as a customer, your customer journey. Whatever it is you're buying, whether it's which coffee shop you're deciding to go to or whether you're buying a designer handbag. First of all, there's a want or a need or a desire. So you're in the desire stage. You're in the, oh, okay. I'm potentially in the market for this stage. The next stage is you come across a thing that you're potentially interested in and you need some more information. That information may be cognitive, that information may be energetic. If you're highly kinesthetic, you might need to touch that handbag. If you're highly cognitive, you might need to know more about the features, you might need to understand what it is, or you might just need more information, such as the price, the availability, how that service is going to be provided to you. That will take someone from wanting to buy to being ready to buy. There is this stage in between. And for all of us, if you think about it, what pricing does is it helps us understand almost immediately whether that is currently in our budget, slightly out of our budget, but we could still purchase it now, or whether it's something that we need to prepare or we need to manage our, our finances around. So it's not an immediate purchase or not a purchase right now, but at least we know the price point for this now. When you make it really difficult for people to get that information, they are going to be stuck in that phase of buying and they're never going to move through to becoming a customer. If you make it difficult for people to even find out what your item or your service or your class or your consultant fee is priced at, they have no way of quickly knowing if this is within their budget, if it's just out of their budget, or if it's something that they can now aspire to. This is something that I encourage. I, I freely share all of my pricing also because I love aspirational purchasing. I want you to think, okay, wow, that class or that one-on-one -on -one, uh, package costs more than I can afford right now, but it's something I really want to do in the future, so I'm going to work towards that, just like you might do with your next LV bag or your next Range Rover. Okay, but if you have no way of knowing what that pricing is easily, you're going to put it in the too hard basket. And here's the problem with that is unless that person is a raving, raving fan of yours already, there are so many other people and places and products vying for our customers' attention that they will move on very quickly if you do not make it incentivized for them to reach out to you. So Number one, how easy is it for people to know what your pricing is and know how to buy? Again, if you don't have a direct link, if your all of your copy or all of your ads or all of your posts or all of your Facebook lives that you're doing don't end or don't start with <laughs> a very clear, informative call to action, you want to buy this, click that button. You want to buy this, you go straight to this website. You want to buy this, you just need to swipe up or swipe right or whatever it is you need to do. 
do not make it difficult and do not make it time-consuming for customers to buy from you, okay? Number two, information. Again, there are some people that need, a lot of us need information. We have different needs when it comes to purchasing, but we all require basic information. And if you don't have the basic information, again, readily available for people to find out more, or to be able to contact you quickly and easily to get the information they require, you're again making that buying process difficult or drawn out. So across many industries, um, even in person, even brick and mortar businesses or stores, I'll tell you what's really working, which is the ability to purchase online, the ability to find out all the information online, or the ability to quickly and easily submit a contact form or needing more information, and have someone be very responsive on the other side of that. There are people that do not pick up their phones, even though they're trying to sell. There are people that do not respond to their contact now forms or their emails. There are people that are not making any additional information readily available about what they are trying to sell. Again, you are now putting people off. You are now making it more difficult for people to be able to buy from you. And they're also not going to buy from you again because people remember. And number three. Are you functioning in an old school way with how you're selling? So we are in modern times and one of the things that's really changed is attention span and how long it takes for us to do anything. Think about your own life. Think about how quickly and easily you can do almost anything. It is the age of instant gratification. And it's also the age of people scrolling or being online or trying to purchase things well after hours. Okay. How often are you on your phone in bed? It's 11 p.m. It's midnight. It's one o'clock in the morning and you come across something you want to buy. You come across something that you're interested in. You come across a reel or a TikTok that has interesting information. What do you want to do? You want to consume more information or engage with that product or service immediately. It's not that you want to put your phone down and then contact them during business hours. You want to be able to do something about that. Now, if you're able to sell whatever it is that you sell online, that's fantastic. So you want to make it as easy as possible for people to click on a link from that reel or from that TikTok, go through your checkout process and buy. If you are not selling something that's instantaneous, you want them to be able to go through some process where they can contact you or register their interest or receive something from you that now puts them in more constant contact with you. And finally, you want to have something that allows them to feel like I need to be motivated enough or I need to be able to receive this during business hours. So if you operate during business hours or the final step in what you are selling or producing requires one-on-one -on -one contact, you want to be timely in getting back to them. So you want to be able to, whether it's an automated process, and this is where, do you have an autoresponder on either your emails, your messenger, your Instagram, whatever it is that people are messaging you on? 
do you have something that's automatically sent out with the most frequently asked questions about what they're trying to buy? And are you giving them that pricing and that next follow-up information about how they can buy, how they can book in a quick call with you, or how they can have their questions answered so that suddenly it's really easy for them to be able to purchase from your business or to book in a pre-consult or an appraisal or whatever it is that you're offering. All of this should be automated now. All of this should be online. People don't want to talk on the phone. People don't want to pick up the phone. People don't want to deal with you in business hours because everyone's lives are fast, they're busy, and we want instant gratification. So are you making it easy for people to buy from you? And do you believe that people are going to receive value from what you are selling? These are the two main things I'd like you to take away from this episode. And I want you to go through your buying process with clear eyes. So as a completely new client or customer coming across you, your service, are you making it easy for people to buy from you or not pretend you are a new client or customer and go through your contact process or your buying process better yet get someone else get a third party someone who is not a current client or customer to go through that process and give you feedback and finally are you allowing enough time the purchase now or the buyer's journey at a particular price point changes. So we all have a threshold and it can be different, but I want you to think about yourself. There are things that you will come across and you will buy instantly because it falls within the budget of things that you know that you can buy without thinking too hard about it. And that's different for everyone based on their budget. So for some people, it might be $20 and under, $50 and under. For some of you, it might be $500 and under. For some of you, it might be a few thousand dollars. You can buy something instantly because you have those funds. If you want instant gratification or you know that you need this thing and you've been looking for it, so you come across something and it fits within your budget and you're going to buy now. For other people, especially if they're just coming across you, and I'm talking now especially to people in my industry because I see lots of healers, practitioners, facilitators putting out their services, putting out their programs, putting out their classes with really short lead times. And I've spoken about this for years, but people need to trust you and they need to understand the value that you will be providing for your high end or your high ticket offerings. So if it's over $500, people are not buying now the first day they come across your post or your ad or your offering. If the thing that you are offering is happening next week, happening tomorrow, and you finally decided to get your act together and put it out online, then you are going to have low numbers. You're going to have people saying, oh, this looks really interesting. And they might even save your content or save your post for next time or start following you because they want to know next time you're doing that thing. But it's not helping you in your business right now. You're wondering why people are not buying. Well, are you setting yourself up for success or are you setting yourself up for failure with your lead times? So if you are running live classes and events, if you are running an online program or a course, uh, if you are doing something with a deadline on it, or you want cash flow in your business, 
in a particular month or in a few weeks. You need to action that with enough lead time for people to go through that process of understanding and knowing who you are, getting the information they need, and moving through those stages of being a potential buyer, being ready to buy, and then actually buying from you. So allow yourself that lead time. Do not put live classes or events on with less than a few weeks of lead time. You will find, and that's a really short lead time. I'm talking ideally months. I want you to think about (laughs) how many of you have bought tickets recently to a concert? How many of you have either bought or did buy tickets to Taylor Swift or Beyonce or Ed Sheeran? We bought our Ed Sheeran tickets a year in advance. People are buying concert tickets a year in advance. Now, if big celebrities are doing that, why are you not at least allowing six months or four months or two months lead time? Why are you expecting people to buy from you within a matter of days or weeks? Allow yourself the opportunity to be successful by thinking bigger. By going beyond your current limitations of however big your business is or however much or little cash flow you have, start thinking about if I was going to run an event that was really successful and had hundreds of people, how much lead time would I need? If I was going to run a class that had a huge number of participants and I needed to fill that class, how much lead time would I need to find all those participants and give them the amount of information they require? Allow yourself to go beyond whatever state or stage of business you are currently at and think bigger and be more prepared and allow yourself to be more professional by taking these things into account. I hope that's been helpful. If you have questions or feedback, do let me know and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Business Whisperer podcast. And that wraps up another episode of the Business Whisperer podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Your support means the world to me. Now, as always, if you found value in today's episode, do me a favor and share it with someone who you know would love this information or leave us a review so you can help other people find this podcast too. Wishing you so much success ahead. And as always, remember, Keep following the whispers.